Good morning. Welcome to our daily podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, the senior pastor here at Trinity, and we're going to read Psalm 56, actually, in its entirety. It's a psalm of David, and then pray and spend just a little bit of time together here on this Monday thinking about the Word of God and what it means for us. But first, let's read. Be gracious to me, O God, for people trample on me. All day long foes oppress me. My enemies trample on me all day long. For many fight against me, O Most High. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I am not afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they seek to injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps. As they have hoped to have my life, so repay them for their crime. In wrath, cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will retreat on the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me, in God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise. In God I trust, I am not afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? My vows to you I must perform, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death and my feet from falling so that I may walk before God in the light of life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Bible. God, we thank you for the opportunity here to think together about the word of God, to hear what it is you would say to us. And I pray that we would, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So King David wrote this poem uh, when the Philistines had seized him and so it's really important for us to hear that these words from David are not uh, just simple poetry. He, he's actually uh, reflecting on a time when he was in a legitimately painful, uh, difficult space. So maybe today as we think about uh, the pain in our own lives, uh, whether that's connected to uh, our hearts being broken over the racial unrest around us, uh, the, the reality of COVID-19, um, or just hurt and pain in general when it comes into our lives, I think the Lord... Uh, gives us a pathway here as we follow uh, King David uh, as he as he writes, as he reflects. So let's let's walk through it and see what we can see. The first thing that David does here is he asks the Lord to be kind and gracious to him. He uh, asks for this kindness because he's aware that he's in a really painful place. So he uses these words like, I feel trampled. He says, I have enemies. My days are difficult and oppressive. Uh, It's really important for us to hear that God asks for grace because he is, or David rather, asks for grace because he is in a very painful place. He acknowledges his pain. And this is the theme right now. And I, I think it's a theme because our season invites it to be so, that we are invited, all of us, to admit and acknowledge the pain and the hurt and the difficulty that we're experiencing Uh, denying pain and hurt does us no good, no good. See, the poet is aware of the struggle that he's facing. And I would say that as I think about being aware, kind of waking up to hurt, um, I'm, I'm aware of the fact that we're not very good at this. At least lots of us are not. We we've lots of us maybe been taught to stay positive early on in my life. I, I learned to just focus on the positive. And while that was great, uh, what happened as, a, as an unintended consequence of focusing on the positive all the time is that it was more difficult for me to acknowledge things that weren't positive, but they were there. 
And I think that for many of us, we, we don't know how to deal with sadness. We don't know how to deal with disappointment or unmet expectations. And so we just get angry uh, or we distract ourselves because we don't like to feel things that make us feel uncomfortable. And what David does here is he teaches us, and frankly, I would say that this is one of the great gifts of the book of Psalms. It is uh, an invitation. The Psalms are an invitation to express your hardship, to name your hurt, to give language to pain. And maybe during this season, the book of Psalms needs to be a part of your daily reading plan. I, I really and truly think the Psalms are really powerfully relevant for us right now in this season of darkness. The next thing the poet does after asking for grace while acknowledging his pain is he, he, he names the fact that I am experiencing opposition. And this is really important. David doesn't just say, I'm feeling bad. He says, I have an enemy. And in, in this context, the enemy is a human enemy. Maybe you can identify. Maybe there are people in your life who feel like they are actually working to undermine you or hurt you or oppose you. When we've been victims of abuse, that's certainly what's happening in uh, the civil rights racial protests that, that are going on right now. We, we are hearing, as a country, the black community say, um, we have felt oppressed. And I'm going to tell you, as a white man, I can either be defensive and dismissive of that pain, or I can try my best to listen to it. What David is saying here is, I feel I am being opposed. And I would say for you, it's really important to recognize that you have uh, an enemy of your soul. If you're a Christian, the devil is real and he does not have a good plan for your life. And I know it's not popular for smart Christians to talk about the devil. C.S. Lewis hit the nail on the head in his screw tape letters when he basically said, uh, the devil maybe said uh, in his fictitious work, uh, let's create an image of a little elf with tights and a pitchfork and uh, pointy ears that's so absurd that no intelligent person would ever believe in that. And then people won't believe in the devil. I, I think that actually is pretty close to the strategy that the enemy probably has. Whether or not it's a boss or a family member or an adversarial neighbor or systemic injustice, or the devil of hell, we all experience opposition. And that feeling of resistance that we all feel as we seek to grow is common to humankind, and it's actually really difficult. And the, the poet gives language to opposition here. But the next thing the poet does, and this is really important, is he doesn't just say life is hard and I'm um, having a hard time keeping up. He actually says this to God. He says, you, God, have kept count of my tossings. And the picture there is of a person in distress that's tossing and turning on their bed. And he says, God, you, you watch me. You know when I'm not sleeping well. For me, this is one of the most meaningful passages uh, concerning pain in the whole Bible. The fact that the idea that God would keep track of my tossing on my bed when my heart is heavy and confused is so comforting to me. The Lord knows, and I think God knows now that we need to hear this now. That not only does God keep track of our tossings, the, the Bible tells us, David reflects aloud by saying, you also keep track of my tears. You store them up in a bottle. You collect them. You don't allow my tears to be wasted. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately, how often we feel like our tears and our pain is wasted, that nobody's taking notice. And I just want to say God is taking notice. I believe that the collective weeping and the black community is being heard by God, that he's listened and he is now saying, I've heard you. I also believe that the collective weeping in your own personal individual life that God hears 
and wants you to know that he sees. You've kept count of my tossings. It's really important for us to recognize that God is always moving toward us when we're willing to express our hurt and when we're vulnerable. His instinct is to move toward us, not not away from us. And that leads the poet to where he goes here toward the end. At the very end of the poem, he he alludes to the fact that there is a future for him. He says, my enemies will retreat. He says, this I know, God is for me. So in the midst of all the pain, in the midst of expressing opposition, in the midst of saying, God, you see how hard it is for me when I'm on my bed and I'm weeping and I'm tossing and turning, he then says, one day, God, this is going to turn around. And I believe that that's the... The hope of the future, you know, we've said this a number of times here at Trinity in recent days. Our job right now is to weep today and hope for tomorrow. And that's exactly what the psalmist is doing. He's saying, one day uh, I will see my enemies retreat before me. See, this understanding, I think, in David's heart um, of, of God's tracking with him through the darkness gave David the hope and the courage to say, one day I'm going to be where you want me to be. And that leads us to where I want to end. The last thing the poet says here, the last thing David says is, God, I'm going to fulfill my vows to you. And I believe that the Lord gives us here a space to say, it's possible to move toward obedient action even when you are in the middle of difficulty. So this is how David gives language to it at the end. He says, my vows to you, I must perform, O God. I'll render thanksgiving offerings to you. So what David is saying here is, I'm in a hard place, but I'm going to do my part in responding to God. And then he ends by saying, so that I may walk before God in the light of life. Do you hear the hope at the end of this? I just want to say to you that wherever you are, whatever it is you're facing right now, if you'll see it, if you'll grab on to God being present, you verbalizing, him keeping track, he will actually give you hope to move forward. What God is asking of all of us, even in our hurt, is obedience. That we would continue to move in obedient action before God. That we would actually walk in light. Church, that's what we're meant to do. God bless you. Go in peace. We'll see you when we see you. Amen.